The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. As we say, we're guessing, not a lot of listeners today, because if you're a Hawkeye fan and going to listen to us talk about Iowa for an hour, an, you're probably idea. not listening to us live. I have an idea. Maybe we should do the Temple of the Ride last call right away. Uh, you want to, so that we, that we can predict the end of this game? Well, it's either that or it's going to be at halftime. Um, you got me louder, but uh, way louder. That's me. The other guy. You're, the other guy. Brand new equipment. Oh, my gosh. Turn me down. Okay, we're good there. Now right. we got it. You got him? Say something. I still There we go. There we we're go. good. I barely Brand new equipment, but we got to learn how to use the brand new equipment. It's fabulous. They just purchased 1700 goes out and buys new equipment, and we got to learn how to use it. You know? Exactly. Anyway, uh, Hawks up 2 to nothing now, and you'll get a little play-by-play as this thing goes, and you're going to also know how they're doing because our mood may change. As we go. Certainly not uh, full-on play-by-play. No, because um, that would be illegal. Right, but. because that's uh, those rights are restricted to Learfield. So, quick segue with Learfield. <laughs> uh, last, last, what was it, Friday? It was Friday before the game, right? Friday before the Iowa-Indiana game. Hawks Fri- up five now. Friday, Friday before the game that the University of Iowa decides to suspend Gary Dolphin. Yes. Friend of our, friend of our program, been on our show. Thought about calling him tonight. He's got nothing to do. Um, yeah, he's watching a ball game. Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm like, I can't believe that they decided to suspend him, I guess, three full days after. Whatever it was. The, the, well, well, we, we, we know, know what it is. Know, yeah, but what it was that had happened. Yes. The, the comment of him comparing the Maryland player to King Kong, and he was. He was destroying, swatting away airplanes and balls as if they were airplanes um completely dominating the inside of the game uh and getting a late tip to beat the hawks last week and for some reason somebody sent one email may have been the uh professor you were just explaining uh who (laughs) it very well could have been the guy that the gazette used to write that article where he Somehow drew this apparently analogous con- conclusion yes. that yes, there's that some, King Kong was representative of what was the movie the or the book uh, the unabashedly racist movie the very one of the first ones uh, the first you white, know, old black Christmas? black one no it was uh, <laughs> no it was uh, it was uh, Birth of a Nation right and he in the in the Gazette wrote an article about how King Kong was a carbon copy of that movie it was just substituted so anyway. It, which, it, regardless. which is an interesting stretch as well, but um, but you know maybe he's right and we just don't know it. We're just not so the enlightened univer- enough. So right? the University of Iowa gets one email, yes, and decides to suspend its uh, torchbearer when it comes to the summer carnival tour uh, known as the I Club events mm-hmm. around around yep. the state. Uh, the voice of the Hawkeyes for a, a clear generation of folk. Um, you were. Bob Brooks guy or Ron Gonder? I was a Gonder guy. I knew. Uh, now I should uh, interning in Cedar Rapids and Channel Two and all that. Met Brooksy 
and had what a storyteller. Well, Ron Gonder was my guy on the radio and, when I, and, all the time growing up. And the in, big shoe. In our early years of the Hawkeye Huddle, we would go to uh, football media day. When they had a luncheon, right? Well, so, had, yes, well, yeah, yes, because Ridge then. wouldn't go if they wouldn't serve no, free food. I'd go every year still. But, and, they, but they they did serve like a full luncheon back then. Right, yes. cookies and the, those and, sorts of things. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Bob Brooks would bring his, literally his cassette recorder up, set it up on the thing, press record, and then, of course, he would get the obligatory, much like Helen Thomas. Yes, the, the obligatory for, first question first goes question to Bob. First question to Bob Brooks. Yes. Uh, and uh, Kirk. <laughs> yes. You know. What do you see for the season? Whatever, whatever that may have been. But for those people probably under 30, I would say, or maybe 35, Gary Dolphin's been the voice of the Hawks uh, for that entire time. Well, he took over He took over when, of course, they combined. Uh, Brooks, Gonder, and, and, uh, and Zabel were, allowed, Zabel, were right. allowed to do uh, their broadcasts for when they, they shrunk it down to three stations. Then they put them all on together. And then they ostensibly brought in Gary. And that was when I was with the American Cancer Society running the three-point attack program for Tom Davis and the Iowa Hawkeyes. And um, Gary was on our board, on the American Cancer Society Iowa board. So I got to know him then before all this broadcasting stuff, right? right. And, uh, and what a generous uh, person he was and, and how he's very charitable all over the state. And at that time was the broadcaster for Northwestern and then took over for Iowa. And it was a big, it was kind of a sore subject because a lot of people had their favorites among those Wasn't, guys. Doesn't he, you know? Does he but, do the PA for the Bears? He did for a while. I think he did something like that. I think I, that's no, he right. didn't. It wasn't PA. He did like side. He was like the sideline chain gang or something like that. It was. He was. He was Northwestern basketball, and then he would go on Sundays and do like the chain gang or something for the officials with the Bears. Uh, but you know, one of the things that was what I was just saying uh, right before we came on is that I'm not sure you and I can enlighten anybody. Uh, we're not going to win any hearts and minds by arguing one way or the other. You and I have our opinions uh, from what I've seen and even talking to our friends. There are at least one out of every four individuals who believe that this was, I mean, it's about 25% who believe this was an egregious thing. So you have to take that into account. And from there, I guess the, be- the, the thing I would say is the only thing we can agree on that we can probably all agree on is that the university has handled this Poorly. Horribly. They have bungled this to the max, not necessarily because they did it. You can argue one way or the other that they did it, but the way that they did it, the lack of communication, the, the, the fact that Gary Barta hasn't spoken, Fran hasn't said a word about it, we don't know what really happened. We don't know if there's something else to this. And, and we don't know what triggered it because, as I, you and I were talking about, I'm not sure how many people were actually listening that intently to the postgame that they would have even picked up on it, even if they'd been that aware of that type of a thing. Well, right? and, so, and I can assure it's you... It's been horribly handled. Apparently only one person picked up on it. Okay. In, in any in any sort of negative <coughs> connotation at all. I can assure you that when I reheard what he said on Wednesday morning... You were like, what? They, they or Not Wednesday morning, I guess Friday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I was like, huh? So you're getting mad for him giving the guy praise for the way that he played by by using an analogy to a fictitious character. And, and, I, I wish lots of responses I w- that people I, would argue against uh, against. I don't that, care. But, yeah, but I, it's, but I'm, I it is complete horse hockey. Yeah. and it's wrong. Yeah. it's absolutely wrong. And and feel free to tweet at me at Hawkeye Huddle or at Ridge at Hawkeye Huddle too, and tell me why I am so stupid to think that what they did 
to Gary Dolphin, one of the most loyal University of Iowa backers, probably the biggest fan that they have, um, and and decided to suspend him for the rest of this season based upon that comment. Is ab- it's just if you think that that is why it happened, then we're all then we're all being bamboozled here because there's absolutely there's th- something else there's something else going on. We th- know we've known there's tensions th- th- there. And this things conspiracy like that. Yes. goes back a long ways. Um, it involves the McCaffreys. It involves Gary Barta, and it involves Gary Gary Dolphin and that relationship between all of those parties. And you know, if we got to look for a reason or a why to do something, then then we're going to look and find we'll one. We'll find something. Hawks up 7-6 to six right now at Ohio State. <laughs> Big game after losing last week 66-65 to number 21 Maryland and then, of course, pulling out the overtime victory 76-70 against Indiana. Uh, and what a game there with Jordan Bohannon again going off late in that game for a bunch of three-pointers, tying it up. Uh, and the Hawks now 21-6, and 10-6 into this one. If they win this one tonight, uh, now tied 7-7, seven to seven, they win this one tonight, they will clinch at least sixth place in the Big Ten and uh, in, in seeding for the Big Ten tournament. And it's going to be tough to change that much after the loss to Maryland. Yeah, because so there's that's a, pretty much it. There's a big gap. I mean, Ohio State's really the only team that can actually catch Iowa. Um, in, in the Wow, Tyler, Tyler Cook should not shoot his jug, Chucking a three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 0 for 1 for the season now. Um, and, and maybe we see why. But uh, nevertheless, uh, I think Ohio State's the only team that can actually catch Iowa in this regard. And uh, so, like you say, if they if they just have to win one more game, don't they? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a, it's a one. And Iowa wins one. Ohio State loses one, and then they're, you're clinched at six. And then it's possible to pass Wisconsin, but they'd have to lose a couple of times. You got to beat them, uh, and that would get you to a five, which is ostensibly the same, basically the same spot. You're just trying to stay away from probably from Michigan State because it's a bad matchup for you. But other than that. The six is a good spot to be. We were just looking at the brackets as they showed them. Uh, that's the late game on uh, Friday, Friday night. night. The only reason that's not great is you're playing playing late and then you know you have to sleep and get up early and play a game the next day. But well, yeah, uh, it's still the last the last game of four on Saturday, right? But uh, that's or the so- that's the spot Iowa sat in when they won it uh, under Alford that year that they came from the uh, from all the way from Thursday and won uh, you know won four games. So um, so. If you were able to to, uh, to get the sixth spot, that'd be good. You don't worry about the double bye. You play Michigan if you win. You play the the winner of, as it stands today, Nebraska Northwestern. Yeah. I With guess the, that would be a Thursday into Friday, wouldn't it? Yeah, anyway, so yeah. into Friday, Friday would be the last of the games on yeah. four. So you would have to go on Thursday. Yeah, I guess you would have to go on Thursday because you'd be playing the sixth. But then, yeah, you would have to go. You'd be the last game Thursday and probably the last game Friday as well. Right. So... Um, anyway, uh, it's it's a big game tonight. These are all big, of course, as you go. But here's the thing, and I, and I I think I felt like, to some extent, on Friday night, Iowa was playing almost nonchalantly at times until they would get behind. And I'm not sure if that's trying to stay loose, if they're hitting a wall, if the grind is getting to them, or what's what what would really happen there. Indiana played very well. They're very they're they are talented still. I thought they played very well, but. I, 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 I nonchalantly. Wonder, well, they were. They, it was almost as if you don't want to be gripping on every play, right? You don't want to be acting as if every possession uh, is going to end your season, but you still want to be obviously into the game and understanding what what the game is. So there's a there's a a, a, a factor of playing loose and yet a factor of playing tight. And you don't want to play tight. 
And I thought that they, I didn't really think that they played tight for a while on, on Friday night until they got down eight. And then they got down five, and I thought they were starting to pucker up a little bit. But they came back and they did it. And well, this is the I one thing that Fran's teams have not done is fight through that. See, I, do, I, I have to disagree with your assessment that Iowa was puckering up. I think that they were missing shots. And when you miss shots, sooner or later, you either think, A, you're going to start to make shots, or B, Indiana's going to start missing, and they did. And then the press became effective, caused lots of turnovers, uh, 30-second or shot clock yep, violations. Shot clock violations. Yep. Shot clock violations, turnovers, and Indiana, missing, and Indiana missing at the free throw line. And so in Iowa has taken advantage of that, certainly in the last four games. And so as this season has progressed, Iowa's clearly a tournament team, NCAA tournament team. Those are the kinds of games that happen in that NCAA tournament. Whether whether you're a three playing a 14, uh, whether you're a seven playing an eight, it doesn't make any difference, or eight playing a nine, I guess. It doesn't make any difference. It seems like all every one of those games, by the end of the game, has narrowed down into two or three possessions. Yep. And Iowa has proven that they, they now can handle that. You time know, and again right now. Even even the Maryland game that they lost. Let's face it, what, they were down 11 with six minutes to go. Came back, took the lead twice in that last minute. And, Maryland's good, and, by the way. And, Jor- and Jordan clearly got fouled yeah, at, yeah. at least twice on that play. Yeah. Uh, neither neither one was called. Had the opportunity. To, and then Isaiah, frankly, had a reasonable shot Yes, on the rebound. So, I mean... That they yeah. prove they can they can be in that type of a game not only now against some some teams that aren't that great, but against Maryland as well. Um, I I think and, and much has been made by the way. Um, much has been made by the way of the fact that Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers, these close wins, are not great teams. So what? But this is where I'm getting to. So, so what is exactly it? You're winning the game. The, the, the main Do you thing, think the teams that beat Iowa last year when they were four and fourteen were going? Right, well, it, nah, was, just it was just Iowa. Iowa. Well, you know this is and this is the thing. I, I you know we talk about the net because you have to because it's part of the rating system. But here's the thing: at the end of the day, what should be most important when you're playing in a major college conference like this is it should be wins and losses. This business where Iowa drops because they beat Northwestern or Indiana because statistically. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Hawks go to the under 12 at 11-11 over at Ohio State. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. The Champ. Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. G-Migs in West Des Moines is spot to be tonight to watch the Hawks. They're on right now. They have the Hawkeye audio going rather than us, so nobody here is even listening to us. Um, Iowa down 19-13 to 13 right now to Ohio State, and uh, the, the uh, last couple trips up the court, uh, Luca Garza has been tackled with nothing called. So um, God, we'll see how this is going. We know where this is going. You, anyway. you whine more about foul calls than anyone I know. He wasn't tackled. Anyone? He was not tackled. He was tackled. If he was tackled, he'd been on the floor. He, they knocked him over. He wasn't knocked over. Uh, Let's talk about Connor McCaffrey being plus 24 against Indiana. How was that? Apparently, the offense runs smoothly through the young lad, even though he can barely get his own shot, just missed one a second ago. And his, his offensive prowess 
is effectively I'm going to drive the lane, get fouled, make free throws. And every once in a while that'll bite him, but a lot of times it works out really well. It does, and and it, what it does is it draws defenders too, and that's the, but that's really helpful, right? His his presence on the press uh, is is should not be underestimated. The way that those guys are able to. So let me ask you this, uh, Joe Toussaint, the one of the two Iowa recruits for next year, has been upgraded by ESPN, by the way, to a four star. He won the uh, New York Public League or whatever league that is that he's in, uh, Player of the Year. Isn't that called the playground? It's not the playground. Okay. He's actually playing organized basketball out there. That kid probably, you're, he's a piece for next year. Absolutely. Where, what, what piece is he? What do you do with with an, another guard? Another this, guard. We have we barely have two guards. Well, so is so does Bohannon go to the two for good? And are you rotating uh, McCaffrey and Toussaint? Um and then what happens to, to well, you got me, the Moss and uh, Wings Camp deal there? You know how does that work? Jordan for three, yes. nineteen sixteen, Ohio State. Let me ask you this though: Does Connor, if he has a strong baseball season and gets drafted, does he stay in college? I think I think he gets drafted. I didn't think about that. So it's one uh, thing to be playing for Rick Heller's team, uh, currently uh, four and two on the young season. So by one, the way. Of, one of my baseball no, insiders, uh, who knows a lot about Hawkeye baseball and baseball in general, says that Connor McCaffrey is one of the top thirty-rated uh, baseball players in the Big Ten. Now he won't be joining the team, hopefully until mid-April. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Um, but sometime in April, and uh, so. If he does impress and does go out there and mash and he were to get drafted, that would have to be a consideration for him of saying, okay, look, I'd love to play basketball with my brother. I would love to do this. I would love to do that. Um, but clearly my vocation is going to be baseball, not basketball. And do I take advantage of that? Do I, do I sort of be like Kyler Murray and instead of going to the NFL – Decided to go to Major League Baseball because Connor doesn't have a future in the NBA. I, I would guess not. No. no. Yeah, I would guess not. So uh, it's a, it's a good question. I hadn't really thought of that. I thought a lot about uh, it, you know his role in the Iowa baseball team. And I'm sorry, they are four and three after going two and two over in Hawaii this weekend. Uh, we can oh, talk a little more really, about that. That's it was, really it was too tough. Bad. Yeah. Well, they did lose a seven run lead or a six seven to one lead in the final uh, game. There, Judkins uh, had. One had one uh, run in on him going into the fifth, and they lost that lead, lost eight to seven. But um, I thought about that. Does he, you know, where does that, where does he draw that line? But the draft thing is an interesting thing, and I, I think that's a good question, particularly when you forget it's not only Joe Toussaint currently redshirting is C.J. Frederick, who was Kentucky's Player of the Year last year. Is you know, I am, you know, does Isaiah Moss stay? Does Isaiah Moss stay? Does Ma- Macy Daly stay? Maisie Daly seems to me to be this year's Brandon Ellickson, right? There's probably a place where he can go play a lot more and get and and really, really contribute on a pretty good basketball team like like uh, Ellingson is doing right now for Drake. Um, and Maisie Daly I, might I, be able to do that I, somewhere else, I, and that I, might be a thought, right? I'm asking. I'm asking that it's question rhetorically, right? Absolutely, it's a good question, but but I think you're right. Does does he stay? Does does Isaiah Moss, who tested the NBA waters a little bit, realize that that's not? Is his it thing. automatic that Cook goes? Yes, I think he's going pro, and I don't. I don't think. I don't think he should. Right? I don't think he's ready for that. But that's what he wants to do, and it, clearly he he's on his way to do that. 
if he didn't, boy, look at the stack of players. Because right now you're looking at moving Bear, Bear and Cook going, right? And Pemsel and Nunji kind of plugging them back into that spot. And then you're adding two guards in Frederick and, and Toussaint. And, oh, by the way, Patrick, Patrick, McCaffrey, and Patrick. Patrick McCaffrey. McCaffrey. So what are you going to do with all these guys? We already know Fran, ha- it's actually been a blessing this year, even though there have been times we should have, when we would have liked to have had those guys with us, Pemsel and Nunji. It definitely has been a blessing that you haven't had those options at times you this know, year. Duke, you know? Duke pulled the red shirt off one of their players the other day at Syracuse. Played 27 games and all of a sudden, eh, I'm bringing you in. And, uh, of course, the Zion Williamson. What? Have you ever seen that happen? Apparently it happened. Oh, the shoe blow, blown out? No. Manu Gin- Ginobili was on uh, Tony. Oh, did it happen? <laughs> Tony Kornheiser showed a replay of it happening today, like six years ago, where Manu Ginobili blew out his shoe. He did not get injured. Um, so apparently it has happened. Oh, and the Ohio State coach just got teed up. Yeah, he did. He was not happy about a traveling call and a charge call. Cox did get a call there, by the way. A charging call that was kind of iffy and then a traveling call. 22 to 18 Ohio State right now. Yeah, I saw it. I've never seen that happen. And I certainly, you know, when I saw that the other night, I'm like, oh, that's going to leave a mark. But um, uh, had not seen that happen. But uh, I, you had to figure it couldn't have been the first time that his shoe was blown up. But, boy, that's a that's a, that's. A big man, certainly putting not, a lot of weight on a on on fabric and and thread on shoes made by seven year olds. Right, tiny hands, but but you know, they're right, they're not being made here. Um, I I don't know. It, it'll it'll be interesting to see uh, how this all goes down. Who's still around? Want to enjoy this team for what it is, but you exactly. start looking you start looking at next year, um, and, and it's it's interesting to think about what that might be, um, and and how good they might be next year. If Cook stays and you can figure it all out, I don't boy. think, I don't think he stays. I don't, I don't think there's any no. way he stays. No. Um, I think I think that there is much money to be made, if not in the G League, uh, in the European League, yes. Turkey, as we talked uh, last week about many Hawkeye players playing overseas. And, and I think that Tyler Cook's got a game that does transcend itself to the uh, Greece League. The Greece League? Yes. Uh, well, the Grecian, the Grecian formula. The Grecian He's got formula. the Grecian formula. He'll, um, he'll never go gray that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that somewhere, and, and he was waiting for another year, and, and just, I, you know, I think you get to the point where now you've got a year left of college. You can come back and do that at some point in time if you really have to. Uh, as the Hawks tied up on a, on the uh, free throws and uh, a Bohannon drive, 22-22. Let's talk real quick about the Iowa women's basketball team who lost their first place standing in the Big Ten. 16-point oh. lead at Indiana the oh. other night. Indiana went un conscious unconscious from three i think they made seven in the last 10 minutes same gal i think got six of them and then they hit a runner um uh, uh, tonight davis had a step back three to tie the game with about five seconds to go but indiana they get the ball at midcourt in the women's basketball and they drove it in got one to go in the lane and then they blocked davis three-point shot as uh, time expired iowa loses 75 73 they came back and won uh yesterday at nebraska 74 58 so they're twenty-two and six, thirteen and four. Maryland, I believe, has—I can't remember who they've got—but it's it's the worst team in the league. Iowa has Northwestern on Sunday to finish things out. So Iowa will probably finish as the two seed and, and second place in the Big Ten, which is a, a great season. Uh, obviously, uh, Iowa women uh, going to the NCAA basketball tournament again. 
uh, for like the 11th out of 12 times under Lisa Bluter or something like that. Yes. I think May she daily with, with the, the reverse. reverse. <laughs> Just as we're as I'm saying, see, I'm telling you, though, that would wouldn't it be better if Macy Daly, for him, were doing that, uh, were able to do that night in and night out, like for 30 minutes a game instead of playing five minutes a game here? You know, I just, uh, maybe he, you love, I would love being part of the Iowa basketball team. I would, but at some point in time, minutes will be up in the air. We'll see how that goes. So, anyway, yeah, Bluters, uh, Bluters bunch, they go to, to uh, 22 and 6. Gustafson with 29 and 20 there, and I had 20 rebound game. I believe that was the first 20 rebound game she's ever had, which is she just breaks new records in that. Currently right now, so you'd, you'd probably be looking at probably a three or four seed for them somewhere in the NCAA tournament. The nice part about that is if you get in the top four, you get to play your first two games at home. Oh. So, yeah, so that's nice. You you have a pretty good shot realize, at the Sweet 16. I didn't realize Iowa City was a destination. It's not. You just, play, you just get to play them at home. Oh, I thought they already had those picked. No, no. I don't think so. They've been, I they've think been, they do. Well, then Iowa City's a destination because people have been talking about how Iowa's going to get two at home. So, Well, and it doesn't look like there's any way that the Iowa men are going to get two in Des Moines. No, not with the way the net thing is, is breaking. And, and, you know, that's uh, – it's unfortunate. Oh Macy Daly with the double scoop. What in the heck? All right. Uh, not certain who's entered Macy Daly's yeah, body, but yes. don't let him out. Yes, he's uh, channeling somebody because he heard us talking about him. Anyway, um, no, no. The, so the net thing, obviously, Iowa wins last week. They drop a couple spots in the net. Uh, Iowa State loses. It they go up noted two. that he just dri- do- uh, dribbled into a double team. He did. But his head was it, but he had his head up. But split it. Missed the free throw, by the way. To uh, give the Hawks the lead 26 25 with five minutes to go in the first half. But um, but the Hawks will probably be. It looks like, you know, if, if they can win, split these last couple of games, you're probably looking at a six seed. Boy, I hope they don't drop to a seven. It would be really a crime, but that's where the net would have them right now is a seven or an eight. The and men? that would be unfortunate. Oh, not, yes. I, don't, I don't see how they go to an eight. And I know that, and you're probably right. You you believe in this net and the RPI and I don't believe that I it's believe accurate. It, I, believe I just believe, it, believe that they use it way too much. I believe, I believe they, in, they. I yeah. believe in quantum physics. <laughs> Small of a woman's back, right? And high the designated fiber, hitter is a <laughs> high fiber, good scotch, <laughs> yeah, clean living. Those are things that I believe in. But I I don't I I don't believe that they just look at that net and go right down the line because if they did, they'd have matchups that would not. Uh, work out appropriately well right now michigan state and michigan are both uh projected to be twos which if iowa were a seven they could not be in that bracket no because they don't they don't want that matchup in the second round they don't want conference matches matchups at least until the sweet 16 at the earliest and one of those teams will be in des moines if not both of them so you would not um you would not have iowa playing them uh in des moines as a a two seed iowa has to get themselves into a five or four conversation to try to hope to uh to get a, a chance to play in des moines um and like i said it's you know i hope you're right i hope that that uh get in there there oh, go. a Bounce crier. Yeah, nice. Who was that? Was that Wieskamp? Bear, I think. Bear, 31-25 Hawks. Um, on a little run. Not bad. Um, they, they do have these tournament sheets now that, that, uh, that 11-3 show. 11-3 since the technical. There you go. Um, they have the sheets that do show the quad one wins, the twos, and all that stuff, the net. They show the RPI. They show a bunch of stuff. 
And that's supposedly what the committee looks at. And when you look at all these different websites. Why don't they just look at basketball games? It's too many to watch. Oh, please. So, well, so I was trying to pick out the other day. I, we were, when I was at one of our favorite watering holes, Charlie's, and uh, watching Houston play South Florida, right? Houston's good. Well, I thought so, too. But then I came way less impressed because, boy, they, man, they had a lot of turnovers and all that. But I started, and I'm like, okay, well, but they're different. Where, but who, defensively, look at them. And, who beat Houston last year in the tournament? Michigan. Uh, yeah. Well, Houston's only lost once all year. So I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm kind of trying to pick out a couple of horses I might, I might ride when we get to the tournament time. And I've been, so I've been watching a lot more games because it gives you a little bit better well, is idea. Is she a blonde or a brunette? Well, highlights, a little brunette with some highlights. Um, in any case, uh, my, my point is that I think one of the things that I know they watch a tremendous amount of basketball, but I wonder how much during the year they watch and how much can they let that play in. Because there are nights when you clearly, if you watched Iowa play against Oregon at the beginning of the year and you realize that Oregon hasn't had bowl bowl since December. Basically so, that game. Right. So there's a reason why they're a 500 basketball team instead of what they were supposed to be. But they were better then, and they didn't play that real well that night. But maybe you came away really impressed with Iowa, but you didn't see them again, right? I don't know how the committee does that. But I know that's what they use those sheets for, and I hope they do that over just the net because I've seen years where you just look at it and you can go right down that darn, darn RPI and look at how it works. And, and right now, Wofford, Wofford, is four four uh, spots better than Iowa in the in the in the net? So you really think Wofford's going to be a six seed? Uh, they're being projected right in there by all these different guys. Absolutely not. It shouldn't be. Wofford will be lucky to be higher than a ten. Should be an, a ten or eleven at at the best, based on. And you just look at their schedule, and it doesn't make any sense. But the but the numbers bear out that way. What's killing Iowa is they have this defensive efficiency number worked into it along with the offensive efficiency number, and that plays in, and Iowa's had a number of games where they had terrible defensive efficiency. Number eight in the country in offensive efficiency, 108 in defense. That that is not helping. They've lost six basketball games, all to Tier 1 teams. All to Tier 1 teams. Uh, On the wrestling side, before we get to our last break, the Hawks lost at uh, Oklahoma State the other day, number two Oklahoma State, 27-12. Spencer Lee pinned. Uh, interestingly enough, by Nick Pacini, who was... Uh, yeah, first uh, time he's been pinned since he was six. And uh, Pacini's the guy he beat in the NCAA tournament last year. DeSantos went down, lost uh, to number two, uh, six. My, so my wrestling insider said DeSanto literally was getting choked out and was tapping, tapping like he a, couldn't breathe. an MMA move, uh, <laughs> trying to tap the official to, you know, stop the deal. Because he was being choked out. Wow. Well, um, good. The good news is when you're at Iba Gallagher Arena, you're not likely to get a lot of calls. No, you're not. No, you're not. And that's you know the only time they're filling that up these days is for uh, for wrestling. Certainly not for basketball. Uh, Marinelli got a pin, which was good. And uh, Lugo, Pat Lugo, is the Big Ten Wrestler of the Week because as the number twelve wrestler now up to number nine, he upset uh, number six, Caden Gefeller. I'm oh. going to say that feller. All right. right. So, uh, anyways, not all bad news coming out of, out of Oklahoma State the other day. Uh, next up, the Big Tens, March 9th and 10th uh, in Minneapolis for the Hawks, and then it's Nationals two weeks later after that, and uh, we'll see how things work out for them. Bit of a surprise, but it's all right. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let, him, you know, just let him cook on that for a while. I, I have a feeling that Mr. Lee will be back. Uh, you? I'm sure. We'll be back as well on the Hawkeye Huddle.
You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And uh, the Hawks giveth and the Hawks taketh away. They're down 36-33 after a six-point lead in the ball a few minutes ago. A four-point play for Ohio State on breakaway. This, so far, has been why uh, Tyler Cook should not go pro yet. I mean, he's 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 getting he's not getting anything done in the paint against uh, Ohio State's big guys. He's throwing throwing the ball away a couple times, had shots blocked. It's just it's it's an illustration of where his game is not yet. And I, I, he's a, he also airballed a three. Yes, and you don't do that in the pros and get what in the heck was that? I believe they call that a steal. Yeah, and they call that a block. Thirty-six, thirty-three, Ohio State at halftime. That's all right. Right where we want him. Oh, Fran, do not lose your yeah. cool Right here. where we want him. Well, Fran's going to be mad about that ball being taken away from uh, Bohannon. Did they call oh, a foul? It looks like they may have called a foul. Although he's walking off. Well, it was way after the sh- after the clock expired. It was like three seconds after. I mean. Three seconds? The clock expired when he was out at near midcourt. There's no way that that's a. That I, I can't. I don't even see the 0.4 on the clock. Well, the one on the Big Ten Network, so that's going to be free throws, I guess. So Ohio State may get a couple of free throws here. It looks like it. Actually, yep. I think what they're doing is trying to determine. That's the shot clock, isn't it? I guess that would be the regular clock, wouldn't it? And the Good shot Lord. Right you ever watch a game? Yeah. A shot clock under 20 seconds? This is a sideline thing. That's right. Anyway. So Fran's not happy about that either. So Iowa has a five-point lead uh, or a six-point lead goes by the wayside. It looks like they're, they're going to be down three, if not five, here uh, going into halftime. At this Ohio is why State. I don't watch games with Brett Ridge. <laughs> Never. Yeah, it's fine. They're, they, they we're just right where we were still in. The, this is not like the Minnesota game where we're way behind and out of it. And this is We're right in it. It's 0.3. Ohio State effectively has to basically tip it in. Oh, I thought we had, we thought we they were in. We, we already had seven fouls. They had us listed as seven. That fouls. That wasn't a foul. Oh, they called it a block. The shot. guy went like this and and hold uh, that, grabbed his wrist. That means check the clock. Uh, I didn't see that. Okay, you got me. You got me there. Good. Tip in's got to go in. Okay. Anyway, let's talk real quick. Uh, Hawkeye baseball, as we said, uh, they went uh, two and two on the weekend over at Hawaii. Um, they have they're headed to Oklahoma State this week for uh, three against the number nineteen Cowboys in Stillwater, so that's a big spot for them trying to you know get a couple of early season wins or get an early season win against a ranked does team. Does any of this nice. matter? Oh, eventually down the road it does. They do look at wins when you start looking at NCAA tournament time. They do start looking at some of this stuff. Does it matter as much as early season in basketball? Probably not. We talked about. You know, Heller plays a lot of guys, which is why they lost that game the other day. He, he went to the bullpen when Judkins was cruising along, really had no reason to go to the bullpen, but decided to play some guys, you know. And the bullpen couldn't shut them down. And that basically was, uh, you know, was what cost them that game, losing it 8-7 uh, uh, to seven in extra innings, in 10 innings, after being up 7-1. to one. So, but I do, do think Cal- one one. California rules on those extra innings? I don't know. I hated that. Remember, we oh, we had a few of those games. It just... All right, we got two guy on second and third, and now there's two outs. What? Uh, anyway, no, they don't go California. Now they might. I don't know, but if they, anyway. So Iowa, Oklahoma State this week for three. 
And then uh, I believe so in Stillwater. In Stillwater. Hopefully the weather's better down there. Yeah, I think they had they have. I can't when remember. is their home? Don't they? I think they have, have somebody next. Games? They have somebody next week, like Co or something right. like that. In, in but that's there's no way they they can play it right. Well, I suppose that they can clear that field off now. And, you know, it can be cleared off. Oh, who's going to play baseball when it's 28 degrees outside? Well, maybe it'll be 30. Who knows? Yeah. Your bats would explode, right? Just like the shoes. Yeah. 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 You know, it's hey, Before it's we cold. go any further, let's thank our sponsors. We should do that, considering Good Lord. they do help uh, keep us on the, the, on reason, the air. The reason yeah. we're on the air. Yes. Uh, no matter how disjointed a show might become because we're halfway watching a ball game and trying to talk at the same time. Yes, our sponsors, uh, in, including, of course, Templeton Rye. We'll get to the Templeton Rye last call in just a little bit. Uh, G. Megs right here, our hosts, as they have been since, I don't know, what, October now? Yeah, Appreciate that. Uh, we got a couple more weeks here, so join us next Tuesday if you can't come down tonight. Uh, you'll be able to listen to us at that point in time from 6 to 7 o'clock as well. Uh, our friends, the Clothiers. Langle, Lang- Langlewoods Clothiers. Clothiers. I wanted to call Langoliers, and that's no, wrong. No, Langlewoods Clothiers, Clothiers over here right. in Valley Junction. And who am I forgetting? Oh, Kozlowski Law. Kozlowski uh, Family Law. Uh, give Big Cause a call. Do you know his number? No. Off top? Oh, okay. I could look it up. It's 229-something. Right. You could look it up. You got? Do you, if only you had a magic box right. that would tell you these things. Hey, the Iowa softball team has won five in a row, and the only reason you mention that is because they've had such a tough time the last few years. Uh, but five in a row beat Notre Dame uh, Sunday, two to one, and the Czech Republic national team. Fourteen, they beat them twelve to five. So that's good for because, them. That's because we were playing checkers instead of chess. Yeah, instead of chess, they've started recruiting Iowa kids again, and look what magically happens when you start pulling in some really good Iowa softball players there's to play softball real, at Iowa. There's a lot yeah. of really good Iowa softball players. Um, and you know, including Claudia Farrell, who went to Grandview and set a NAIA national uh, record for most wins by a pitcher. She the only reason she can go to Iowa is because she's five foot tall. You can't pitch when you're five foot tall at Iowa. I, Apparently not, huh? You can't measure heart. <laughs> Looks like uh, Virginia Tech going to take Duke into halftime with the lead as well. So that's interesting. In as West well, Virginia it? putting it to TCU. Putting it to TCU. All right, so. We got uh, five minutes a- after tonight. We got three games left. Three, yeah. Rutgers, Rutgers on Wisconsin. Saturday. Four, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Nebraska, and That's then it? and then a Big Ten tournament game for sure. Okay. If you're going, I guess that's right. Does gosh, the season goes fast sometimes. How much more does it matter? Right. Does, no, it matters. You lose, you lose it, no, four, no, no. Yeah, how ma- much more does it matter now for? What it, you're doing. it absolutely matters. You you can't lose your your last five games and expect to maintain your seating where you are. Then you will be in, in the eight nine game, and then the winner gets Gonzaga. I mean that's that's why it matters. It matters hugely uh, for a team like Iowa who can match up. If Iowa's a six and plays Kansas is a three in Tulsa, I like our chances. I like no. I, I'd agree. There's a lot of teams that Iowa can match up with better than they have in the past, particularly anything other than maybe the top four or five. And I, I think you're probably right with that. Um, I guess my question, and, and does it matter, kind of comes down to. I was reading a number. Of, I've read a number of articles about, you know, Iowa is in, regardless now, partially because they have played this well. But the fact is, that, you know, there's a lot of teams. The bubble right now is just weak. It's, it's a very weak bubble. I was looking at one of the bracketologies today. There's only like three or four teams that are sitting firmly on the bubble, and everybody else, 
It's just kind of a, a distant thought right now in you know, case a bunch of teams lose. Even my Creighton Blue Jays, who don't deserve to be in, um, who earlier in the season were projected to be in but have lost a lot of games, it's just, uh, you know, top-heavy basketball season. This, this would be a great year for the committee to say to the Oklahoma's, Ohio State's, maybe, I don't know, Texas, you know, those kinds of teams in the – Flound- Why do you pick on two teams from the Big 12? Floundering <laughs> in the uh, major conferences, maybe South Carolina. Um, South Carolina had a horrible non-conference schedule, doing much better in the in the Southeastern Conference. But those it's teams terrible basketball. Those, There's only one good team in that in that two. Sorry. There's two very good teams. They have two of the top five right. teams in and the country. And then the rest of them are awful. But anyway, that, that, go ahead. that's not true. That is not true. LSU's a pretty darn good basketball oh, team. I forgot about them. You got Florida, when, uh, Florida's dangerous. I mean, th- there's... I saw that they, they're they listing their bubble teams as Missouri, who I saw play live, that, and it was right. brutal. And Texas that, A&M right. was brutal. And Why not put in Wofford and Furman? Well, at that point, put, yeah. But put both well, those teams in. Or give, give us two out of the Valley. I mean, well, when, you know, I, it's not the best Valley ever, but give you two out of the Valley. But if Drake you know? wins the Valley and beats Loyola in the final, and it's a close game, put them both in. Right, um, right. Put in uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, those kinds of things. Instead of instead of showing me, in, you know, the seventh team from the ACC, give those mid-major guys a chance. I think that would be more fun for the first two days of the tournament. Because by the time they get down to the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, the cream has risen. In some fashion, at least. Well, right? Somebody's, somebody, there might be an upset there, but yeah. Last year, pre- seven, right, seven right. of those eight teams were, were Power 5 conferences. Last year in the Final Four, other than Loyola, all Power 5. Right, right, right. So and if you does. don't consider Gonzaga a Power 5 team, then you're just mistaken. How do they do that? Man, you know, they, are, they, they, they are amazing. It is amazing what they've done out there. You just can't, you forget about it. You forget about it every year, and then you start to realize every year they're reloading. And they're, this is the best team they've had. Well, this, is, this is a good bat. That's a and, and, really one, and one of their best players got hurt, which is too bad. So I didn't see we that. got one minute. All right. Temple and Rye last call brought to you by Temple and Rye. The good stuff. What do we got? Well, Hawks are down three. Getting three and a half tonight. I'm going to take them to cover. <laughs> and uh, I can't imagine that we actually come down and hit a shot at the end. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I was going to pull this out. In some strange fashion, we're going to get to 70, and Ohio State's not. How's that? 70, and they're not. 71-68, Iowa. And on Saturday? A three, on a three by Jordan. Easy, gun. easy win Saturday? Yes. M- right. Much easier than the game was, obviously, out of Rutgers. We're not going to need Wieskamp to bank one in. No, not going to need that no. out of Wheezy? Okay. I like the Hawks. Uh, I like the Hawks Saturday pretty easily. This one, heartbreaking loss. But then... I believe there's an upset in the making in Madison next week that we're going to talk about. I think that what they, day when, is that game? Uh, Thursday, but okay. Wednesday or Thursday. It's certainly it's not Tuesday. We don't have to deal with this again. Okay. Um, but I, I think there's an upset in the making in Madison and in uh, in Lincoln. I think Iowa wins their last three. Just lose tonight. All right. For more about that, join us next week right here on 1700, the champ for the Hawkeye Huddle.